Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Today, we're discussing the three top receivers in the 2023 draft class. Now, we're going to do film breakdowns on all these guys. We discussed Jordan Addison yesterday. Going to reference him again. Look at Zay Flowers. Look at Jackson Smith and Jiba and kind of what these guys offer, their frames, you know, weaknesses, strengths, and, you know, what the what the Giants might be looking to gain. And, you know, Anthony came up with an interesting prospect of the Giants may be willing to move up for a guy like Addison who's six foot. 175 pounds. You know, he's thin. He's got a little bit more height than a guy like Zay Flowers, who I did a, a thread discussion on Twitter today. So go check that out. Um, included a lot of different information. I'll be, you know, displaying that here so you guys, you know, know exactly what came from it. But, you know, Zay Flowers is one of those guys that is elite after the catch. His role seems to be kind of similar to Wandell Robinson. We'll discuss that along with Jackson Smith and Jiba, who doesn't have much college tape. Um, a lot of people are just kind of going after him, uh, kind of like a Caleb Farley situation, kind of injury prone. Doesn't have a lot of tape to look at, um, but his tangibles and all the things he offers are so like quality that people are willing to overlook that just because um, his potential is so high based on those different variables. But before we dive into it, we'll we'll take a look at Addison first, just because we kind of discussed him in, in depth yesterday. So we'll kind of you know give a more summarized version of Jordan Addison, then we'll dive into guys like Zay Flowers and Jackson Smith and Jiba. But Anthony, before we do, how do you do today, my friend? Doing great, and I think that it's going to be really interesting seeing how this wide receiver class shapes out ahead of the 2023 NFL Draft. Now, we know that this is obviously a huge position of need for the New York Giants, and if you're paying attention to the Senior Bowl at all, Joe Shane has been seen keeping a very close eye on the receivers at the Senior Bowl. So it seems like the Giants are actually going to go into this draft looking for wide receiver talent, which they should, because it's arguably the biggest need on this team. There's so many things that you can argue with Daniel Jones and how he can take that next step, and at the end of the day you can argue whether or not he needs better offensive line play which we know he does but which one will have a greater impact a new offensive lineman or a true weapon in the receiving game for Daniel Jones to throw to and I think that getting him that weapon this offseason should be the top priority I think that having a true number one wide receiver who gets open on a down-to-down basis will change the game for the Giants offense so to see them go out there look at all of these wide receiver prospects it's very important and it's also important just to take a look at them and see who's available for the taking because this is a draft class where you you could have three to four receivers go off the board in the first round, and the Giants are very likely to be one of those teams drafting a receiver, but we'll see where they draft a receiver, whether it be in the first round or the second round or third round. I think that they're actually probably going to go ahead and do it in the first round, though, so some of these top-end prospects are really exciting and intriguing, and it's interesting to see just how they might fit in this New York Giants offense. Absolutely. So let's dive into uh, Jordan Addison right now. Obviously, coming from Pittsburgh and USC, he was elite with Pittsburgh. So you look back at 2021 uh, with Pittsburgh and the ACC, 14 games, 100 receptions, 1,600 receiving yards, and the craziest stat of all, 17 receiving touchdowns. The guy was their entire offense. He was elite, um, did have a couple of drop issues, but man, he's probably considered one of the best route runners, if not the best route runner in this draft class. The eight packs of his route, he he is so good on the break. Just tremendous athlete. Um, he's, he's not the best. He's not like a Zay Flowers after the catch. Um, but he can do some stuff for you after the catch, and I really like him. The separation, it just comes instantly. Like, he is a prime, premier, like, just great separator. The Giants have not had a player like that in a very long time. 
Um, you know, we kind of looked at Sterling Shepard to be that like separator with really good smooth route running. Um, it kind of lost a step after all the injuries and whatnot. But this guy, you know, had an ankle injury last season that kind of you know bothered him a little bit. But otherwise, he's been healthy throughout his career for the most part. Nothing significant. Knock on wood. Um, and the separation on all levels, you know, short screens, deep intermediate throws, he gets open at the apex of his routes. Really good release package. He can do a lot of things crafty at that. Um, and, and at the top of routes, man, he just works so well. Um, you know, he, he can handle a really high volume of, of receptions and targets as well. So which if you're, if you're the Giants and you're looking for a guy that, like, you want to be a wide receiver one, you want to be, like, the focal point of an offense or at least, like, one of the top two or three guys, this this man can handle that type of workload. 100 receptions, you're looking at, like, 150, 175 targets maybe. No, probably more like 150 targets. And, I mean, 100 reception guys, <laughs> 17 touchdowns. I mean, he was an entire offense with Pittsburgh. So you look at that type of workload, you look what he can handle. Um, that really stands out to me. You know, tremendous body control. He can make uh, make those types of catches, um, you know, and use his body for leverage. And downfield, if you give him a chance, he'll, he'll come up with it. You know, we saw Jamar Chase double covered, um, you know, in this past game. And, and he came up with a huge catch on fourth down. Like, this is the type of catch that Jordan Addison can make. Now, um, he doesn't have that elite top-end speed. Um, but, you know, none of the receivers in the first round, like the Flowers, the Addison, the Jackson, um, none of them have that elite, like, second gear. But you don't necessarily need that. You look at some of the better receivers in football. Devontae Adams doesn't have elite speed. DeAndre Hopkins never had elite speed. You know, Jamar Chase, I'd say he has high-end speed, but it's not elite speed. It's not like Tavon Austin speed. I think speed's kind of an overrated metric. I'd rather have a guy that is just a tremendous route runner and gets open and creates separation because of his agility and quickness and spatial awareness than a guy that can just run the 40 fast. You know, like, that's... It's irrelevant sometimes. So, you know, I like him for those reasons. Um, you know, I don't, I think that, you know, physicality could be something that he can improve on getting a little bit of weight. He's six foot, like 175 pounds. Um, so this is a player that, you know, added, if he adds like 10 pounds of muscle mass, I think could be much better in terms of a run blocker. Um, that might be a weakness of his early on. So the Giants may want to coach that into him, get him to add a little bit more muscle, um, as he gets a little bit older. So I am really, really excited to see kind of how he develops into a professional player. You know, he may not even last at 25, but you know, you mentioned yesterday, the Giants could look to actually move up and get a guy like this. So what are your thoughts on Jordan Addison? You know, we'll, we'll kind of keep it brief on him and then we'll move on to Zay Flowers in the next. Yeah, I think that a lot of fans keep talking about the Giants and wanting them to trade for a true number one wide receiver, whether that be a Brandon Ayuk, a T. Higgins. But if you look at the draft and you say, you know what, Jordan Addison has a potential to be just as good as those guys or maybe even better. I don't see why you wouldn't want to trade up for, for Jordan Addison, right? You're hoping that he falls to 25. But if you start hearing around the league, if you're Joe Shane, that he might go in the top 20, maybe in the top 15. And the value is there, in my opinion, to go up and make the trade and draft Jordan Addison. Now, I'm not giving up the farm for a wide receiver. I'm not going to send my future first round pick or this year's second, the next year's second, nothing like that. But if you're talking about moving up maybe 10 spots and giving up a third and a seventh, I'd do that. I think Jordan Addison is well worth that. So I think we, we really d d um, discussed him in detail yesterday, how great of a player he is. You know, the separation, the route running, everything that he can do. He's got great ball control and everything that you need from a number one wide receiver. So this is exactly what the Giants are looking for. 
for. And I think that the sacrifice of some mid-round picks to move up and make sure that you get this player is well worth it. So I'm really big on Jordan Addison. I think he makes too much sense for the Giants. And when you look at the rest of these receivers in this class, I think Jordan Addison fits the best into the Giants offensive scheme. I really think that this is the number one player that the Giants should be targeting. It's early and my mind might change on that, you know, over the next couple months as we get closer to the NFL draft. But right now, looking at all of these players in a vacuum, Jordan Addison is my top target for the Giants. I'm praying he falls to 25. But even if he doesn't, we talk about being willing to trade for other established veterans in the NFL. I'm willing to move up and go ahead and get Jordan Addison because I think the potential on this player is top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, the guy's got all the tangible traits, but looking at a guy like Zay Flowers, a lot of people are in love with the prospect of drafting Zay Flowers, and, you know, a lot of people have him mocked at the back end of the first round, which is where the Giants are, so he may be the best available option, but I think his profile is a little bit too similar to Wandell Robinson. Um, he's a really small guy. He's 5'10", 177 pounds, a little bit more mass to him, uh, comparably to Adore, uh, rather um, Jordan Addison, so... Zay Flowers, though, Boston College was a stud as a senior last year, 1,077 receiving yards and 12 receiving touchdowns. The guy could just flat-out move. He Every sense of the word electric, any synonym you can find um, of that word, he matches it to perfection, a really, really talented player that ultimately could end up becoming a stud at the next level. You know, this is a player that fits a Kansas City type of mold, perfectly smaller, agile, yards after the catch, maestro. Um, he really is going to play more of a, a Z slot option at the NFL level, although he has proven to be pretty solid on the outside. Um, once he gets the ball in his hands, though, tackling him, he just forces missed tackles. This is what he does. He's dynamic. He's quick, elite change of direction, and he can work on all levels of the field. You just give him the ball, bubble screen, let him go. Get him the ball in the short intermediate. He can make throws, uh, catches deep downfield, really good vision, spatial awareness, good body leverage, but he does lack that functional strength, right? He's not going to be the guy that you want um, run blocking on the outside. He's not going to be a guy that can hold up against bigger cornerbacks, but he's so agile and quick. He can make uh, the most of his frame. And he just tracks the ball so incredibly well when it is in the air, has his head up, he puts his body in a place where he can make a catch. And man, I mean, when I tell you this guy can just flat out move, uh, you just just go watch his highlights. If you haven't watched them yet, go watch Zay Flowers' highlights. He's like Kadarius Tony if he's healthy. That's like kind of what he gives me the vibes of. It gives me like Antonio Brown vibes with his route running, agility in the open field, ability to get open, good separation. And once the ball is in his hands, anything can happen, which is what I really like about him. Some people have him compared to Tyler Lockett. I think he's a lot more agile and quick than Tyler Lockett. I like an Amorda version of Antonio Brown. And the only problem is that like Wandale is that kind of guy for us, that Z bunch formation slot type of guy. Um, with that agility, you know, coming off the injury, of course, is not ideal. But, you know, the Giants have big ho and high hopes for him. And I, I also do. I think Wandell's a really good player. And he's going to be a big factor for us on offense. Um, but Flowers kind of fits a different mold. Do you think that Zay Flowers is a guy the Giants should be looking at? I know similar kind of attributes to Wandale. But, you know, maybe you just can't have enough great playmakers like this that can do stuff in the open field. Yeah, listen, he's really shifty. He's great at getting open. He's a separator, and he's great after the catch. But for Flowers, not exactly my ideal fit for the Giants because I'm not so sure that he's an instant step in day one and be a wide receiver one, right? I think this is a guy who could have wide receiver one potential, but not the same wide receiver one potential as a guy like Jordan Addison. Now, there is a difference in draft value because of that factor, and so Zay Flowers might last longer in the draft and be more of a realistic option for the Giants. However, again, when we're talking about maybe trading up, I'm 
I'm going with the sure thing in Jordan Addison. Now, not to just compare these two, but to discuss Zay Flowers. Again, he's very good after the catch. He's very shifty, but you're right. I think that the Giants kind of have a player already like that in their offense. I think Wandale Robinson fits that mold, being that smaller, shifty slot receiver who can kind of move into that Z and make plays after the catch. But when you're looking at what the Giants really need, it's that X receiver, that guy on the line of scrimmage who can be physical, go down to down and get himself open every single play, not necessarily be a gadgety run after the catch type player because they have that. Wandale Robinson is going to fulfill that role excellently. I think we already saw that when he was playing in the limited fashion that he was during the 2022 season. I mean, I wasn't really high on Wandale Robinson when the Giants drafted him, but when he was on the field for the Giants, I mean, he had 100 receiving yards through three quarters against the Lions before he suffered that season and the injury. He looked like a dynamic playmaker, and that wasn't his only good game. He had some other games where he was starting to come along, get involved with the offense after coming back from an injury. I'm really excited to see what Wandale Robinson does in the 2023 offense for the Giants, and I'm not really too keen on drafting a player who has the same skill set as him because I think that they need a little bit of diversity in this receiving core. I think there needs to be some, you know, some of those guys who are physical at the line of scrimmage and can get open that way. I think maybe that's Isaiah Hodgins. He's really physical. He's six foot four. And then having a Wandale Robinson who moves in and out of the slot and makes a bunch of plays after the catch. But then who is that guy who just gets himself open with clean, crisp route running? If you think that's Zay Flowers, then go ahead. But I think that he's more like that Wandale Robinson mold. And I think that a guy like Jordan Addison is more like that get open on a down-to-down basis. Be the Devontae Smith in your offense. Go ahead and make the plays with excellent route running. Now, that's not to say that Zay Flowers is a bad route runner or anything. I think that he's a pretty good route runner. He's going to be uh, at the Shrine Bowl so people can watch him there as well. Like there's extra tape that you're going to gauge from that player because of that, which I think is huge. And I think that the Giants are definitely going to send scouts there and be able to get an extra look at Zay Flowers for that. I'm sure that they're, he's high on their draft board as a potential first round pick. But again, just looking at the pros and cons of a player like Zay Flowers and then looking at the pros and cons of a safe bet in Jordan Addison, I'm going to lean with a safe bet. The Giants, in my opinion, are not in a position where in this first round, picking late in the first round where they can you know swing and take a chance. They need to solve this wide receiver position. So if they're going receiver in the first round I want them to go with the safest pick possible the guy that you know is going to be an instant impact starter get the most out of Daniel Jones in his first rookie uh, season as a wide receiver like I want that guy who just makes that instant impact and I don't know if that guy is a flowers there are some question marks uh, about his size about his ability to be physical at the line of scrimmage he's more of like a a movable weapon that you can kind of like use as a Swiss army knife all over the offense but again you mentioned that that's what we have with Wandale Robinson so I think it's a little bit redundant to go with Wandale Robinson in the second round last year and then have a player with a very similar skill set in the first round this year so again I'm looking for that true instant impact number one receiver on the outside in this year's draft yeah, I mean, look, this the, the third guy here is one that we don't have a ton of stats off. We have that one just tremendous 2021 season similar to Jordan Addison with Jackson Smith and Jiba out of Ohio State, right? Jackson Smith and Jiba is one of the best receivers in this draft class. There's a pretty good argument to make that he should be the number one guy off the board. 1,600 yards and nine touchdowns back in 2021. Only played three games this past season um, and accrued just 43 yards on five receptions. But if you look at his tangible traits, he was a five-star recruit. 
Um, this is this is one of the best players in the draft if he is healthy. You know, if you're talking about route, route running, creating separation, um, and body control, this is the guy you want. You know, Jackson Smith and Jiba, six foot, 198 pounds, is a really good frame, a little bit heavier. He can probably serve as a much better run blocker than Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison because of that physicality. Um, he doesn't have high end speed. You know, that's going to be something that all three of these guys are hit with. Like, you don't have high end speed, but they're all just ridiculous route runners. So that's kind of where I step in and say, I'd rather have an elite route runner than a, a guy with elite speed. How many guys with top end speed actually end up becoming great receivers? You know what I mean? Like you look at Tyree Kill, he's like the exception. He has like the entire mix. And even though he's small, he just uses his strength. The guys are a little freaking bolder. Um, but everybody else, you know, you look at Tavon Austin, some of these guys that just had elite speed, but weren't, you know, the best and they're small and couldn't do everything you wanted them to do. Jackson Smith and Jiba has great size. You know, obviously the route running is there. He's just a tremendous player. But again, the injury definitely hurts me coming off a season where he did not play at all pretty much and one year of collegiate production it's a risk you know what i mean you're taking a risk with him but the upside is there for him to be fantastic he has ridiculous footwork amazing body control he can beat press coverage um you know his his reasons of her concern of course the explosiveness which i don't really care that much about um they like the top end speed for for lack of a better term and you know they, they say you know it's just the stats man it's like the numbers um support one good season Again, I'd rather go Jordan Addison, and then I'd probably go Jackson Smith and Jiba, and then I'd go Zay Flowers for the Giants specifically. But in terms of the top three, I'd probably go Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and then Jackson. I just think, like we've just said, Wandale's kind of skill set is so similar to Zay Flowers. Having two guys like that it may not kind of round out our offense. It may not give us exactly what we need. We need someone with a little bit more size, a little bit better route running, can you know win on the outside, a little bit better of a run blocker, which is why I think Jordan Addison can gain a little bit of weight, get a little bit better in that category. But what are you thinking about Jackson Smith and Jiba right now? Because um, while I do like him, I, he's not my top option for the Giants. No, I don't think he's my top option either. I think it's pretty clear and obvious throughout this episode who is. It's Jordan Addison. But with Jackson Smith and Jiba, I don't think that that's a bad pick for the Giants if they were to draft him. Now, he's been mocked to the Giants in plenty of mock drafts. I know Pro Football Focus recently did a mock draft where the Giants took Jackson Smith and Jiba. And I really like him. I think he's kind of a technician. He's very clean. He does all the fundamentals right. You know, he's got great hands, great ball control. He's actually pretty good in the contested catch field. And Again, he runs those good routes. He's got great body control. I like the way that he plays. However, he is a bit slower. And I think that in the NFL, you know, when you're when you're a slower wide receiver in college, you can play on the outside and it's usually no big deal. But in the NFL, when you're like that Keenan Allen level speed, you're not a burner like that. You don't have that vertical speed down the sideline. You kind of get pigeonholed into playing in the slot your entire career. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I know a lot of people will say, no, we don't want a slot receiver. We want a true number one receiver. Well, you can have a true number one receiver out of the slot. Like, look at Keenan Allen and the career that he's had from playing in the slot. Just a reception machine, gets himself open all the time, and has been a true number one wide receiver while playing primarily in the slot. However, the Giants kind of have that slot receiver position locked down with Wandale Robinson. It's a different skill set of slot receiver. And also, if they do extend Sterling Shepard, they're probably going to want to keep him in the slot, though he also has the ability to play on the outside at the Z position. But with Jackson Smith and Jiba, this isn't your X receiver who's lining up on the top of the line of scrimmage in my eyes. And I think that when when we talk about top end speed not being there for either uh, any of these guys, right? Like Jordan Addison also doesn't have that top shelf speed, but I think he's a tick faster than Jackson Smith and Jiba. And again, a lot of people are looking when you go ahead 
ahead and you read Pro Football Focus, the Draft Network, wherever you, you get your draft information from, they're looking at Jackson Smith and Jeeba and saying, in the NFL, he's going to be a slot receiver. Now, he can be a dominant slot receiver, and the Giants could make a lot of work out of a dominant slot receiver, but I think what they're targeting is an outside receiver, an X receiver, and I don't know if Jackson Smith and Jeeba actually ends up fulfilling that role in the NFL. A lot of draft analysts seem to think that he might not be able to, but again, this is a route, route running technician. However, there is also another red flag, and that is injuries. He did miss the entirety of this last season with injuries. Again, you mentioned it, weird stats to his career. You don't really have a lot of stats to go off of because he didn't play a whole lot. Dealt with some injuries in college. And so when you're looking at the Giants, who've dealt with a ton of injuries in the past couple of years, especially this last season, do we want a receiver with an injury history? That might be one of the reasons to move him down your draft board if you're the New York Giants. You probably just want to go with a guy who has the 100% healthy you know, history, never suffered anything major. I know Jordan Addison also did suffer an injury, but it was kind of like a twisted ankle and he's going to be completely healthy by the time the draft rolls around, let alone the regular season. So I don't know. It depends if you're the Giants, how much do you value that injury, that durability factor? And I think with Jackson Smith and Jeeba having that injury history, it, it might make him a little bit of a red flag for the Giants in the first round. But again, a great prospect. He outproduced uh, some tremendous receivers at Ohio State in 2021. He was an absolutely dominant player in that offense. And I think that there's definitely a way for him to be that dominant player in the NFL. But again, a couple red flags makes him not the safest pick for me. And that's what I'm going back to with the Giants. I want the safest pick at this position. Whether And that's why I'd even advocate for the Giants really considering trading for a veteran receiver this offseason because you know it's safer than taking a chance on a rookie who hasn't established himself in the NFL and that you need to develop. So I want the Giants to just do what they can to get the safest, most reliable and sure thing at that wide receiver position this offseason. And again, two of these guys that we mentioned, I don't feel as safe on Jackson Smith and Jeeba, not the sure thing that I think most people think he is. Because again, having a guy who can play exclusively in the slot is great, but the Giants really need someone on the outside. So I lead towards Jordan Addison out of the three players that we discussed today. Absolutely. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on these three players. We're going to do film breakdowns on all of them. We're going to look at guys in the mid-rounds, obviously. We want to get these guys out of the way first and foremost because of their obvious interest, and obviously they're the headliners of this of the draft class at the receiver position, but there are a lot of players that could fit our mold that, you know, we didn't expect Wondell Robinson to be a draft selection, and there he was in the second round, and we took him, so it was very surprising. So we're going to look at guys that kind of fit the mold, uh, but wanted to get these ones out of the way. Always happy to hear your perspectives and narrative below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to like and subscribe as always. Always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode.